Hello and welcome to the Imagineer Podcast, your unofficial guide to all things Disney. I'm your host, Matthew Krull, and this is episode number 39 of the Imagineer Podcast. In today's podcast episode, we're going to be talking about a classic nighttime experience at Epcot that has been a part of this park's history since 1999. And unfortunately, it's going to be replaced at the end of 2019. And I know many of you out there have seen this show probably many times, and it's none other than Illuminations Reflections of Earth. And because it is going to be replaced at the end of 2019, I wanted to make sure to produce a podcast episode to talk more about Reflections of Earth earlier in 2019 to teach you a little bit more about the history, the details, the facts of this nighttime experience, and perhaps give you another chance to check out Illuminations for yourself before it is replaced with a new nighttime show. And perhaps if you are going to see Illuminations Reflections of Earth in 2019, after listening to this podcast episode, you might have a greater appreciation for what this show has to offer. And as I said, in this episode, we are going to talk quite a bit about the history and the details of this nighttime show and I'll of course include some binaural audio just in case you can't make it to Epcot or you're listening back in 2020 or beyond and missing this show uh, just to take you with me and give you that full 360 degree audio experience of Illuminations Reflections of Earth. And at the end of the show, I'll come back, tell you a little bit more about how you can connect with the Imagineer podcast on all of our social media channels and how you can help to inspire and create the future of this show. So grab some headphones, pull up your favorite armchair and enjoy this episode of the Imagineer podcast. Illuminations Reflections of Earth opened to the public on October 1st, 1999. It replaced Illuminations, which I know is a little confusing, but it really is just an evolution of the original Illuminations. Uh, The original Illuminations opened on January 30th, 1988 and ran for 10 years. But of course, because of the turn of a new millennium, Walt Disney World wanted to create a new nighttime show to really bring in the new year, the year 2000 on a high note. And so the Imagineers created Illuminations Reflections of Earth, which premiered as part of the Walt Disney World Millennium Celebration. Originally, this show was intended to close at the end of the year 2000, but because it was so popular, Disney decided to keep it a little bit longer and then a little bit longer, and a little bit longer, and the result was a show that was originally supposed to last for just about a year, ended up lasting for close to 20 years. Part of that is because the show has won several theme park awards, including 11 straight golden ticket awards between 2005 and 2015 for the best outdoor night production show. A real reason to appreciate 
how much Illuminations Reflections of Earth has to offer. And of course, the show, for those of you who have seen it, you'll know, consists of fireworks, fire effects, lasers, water fountains, searchlights, and a giant Earth globe, all of which come together to produce a 10-minute nighttime spectacular that can be seen all around the World Showcase Lagoon. And that's one thing that I truly do appreciate about Illumination's Reflections of Earth. If you think about the other nighttime shows, such as Phantasmic or Rivers of Light or even Happily Ever After, the Imagineers intend for guests to stand in particular places to get one specific view of that nighttime show. But Illumination's Reflections of Earth is a 360 degree experience, which depending on the angle that you stand at, whether you're standing at one of the 11 pavilions around the World Showcase or you're standing on the Future World side, you're going to get a similar experience, but a slightly different experience with a different backdrop depending on where you stand. And that also means that you have a lot of places to stand, which helps reduce the crowds. Although there are some popular spots like the Mexico Pavilion, the Canada Pavilion, the center of Future World, even over at the Italy Pavilion that people like to stand at. And you'll find that those get to be a little bit more crowded because they do have those prime views. But no matter where you stand, you are going to get some kind of view of this nighttime show. Now, here's something you might not know. There's actually a story to Illumination's Reflections of Earth. And I know you're thinking, yeah, of course, it's about world unity, it's about togetherness, and that's true, but that really just breaks the surface. There are actually three acts to Illumination's Reflections of Earth. And before I get to what those acts are, I do want to mention one cool fact about this show. So many of you will probably recognize that intro narration. It's famous and starts with, Good evening, on behalf of Walt Disney World, the place where dreams come true. And then, of course, ends with that narrator blowing out the 19 torches around the World Showcase. You might have thought to yourself, wow, that voice sounds a little familiar. Many of you might know who this narrator is, but in case you don't, it's actually a very famous Disney narrator. It's none other than Jim Cummings. And in case you're wondering to yourself, who's Jim Cummings? Well, he's the voice of countless Disney characters. He's the voice of Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, Darkwing Duck, Ray the Firefly, and so many more. Every time I listen to that narrator talking, every time I hear the intro narration, I think about Tigger because it does sound like uh, Tigger trying to be a little bit more professional as if he was trying to, you know, produce a, uh, a nighttime show. So that's actually the narrator for the beginning of Illumination's Reflections of Earth. It's Jim Cummings. So next time you go and listen to it or watch it, just think about who that narrator is. It is a very famous Disney voice actor. So as I said, Illumination's Reflections of Earth has three acts, and this portrays the story of this nighttime show. Act one is called Chaos, and this is the most ironic, or not coincidentally, I should say, the most chaotic part of the show. So you think about the beginning, it has those balls of fire, it has lots of fireworks, it's red, it's orange, it's very, uh, and even the music is a little bit chaotic, and that's because this beginning of the show is supposed to symbolize the Big Bang and the creation of the planet Earth. So that's why the Earth doesn't exist in Act 1. It's kind of off to the side. It's dark because the Earth hasn't been formed yet. This is all about the Earth being formed uh, from the Big Bang, and or I should say the expansion of the Big Bang. Uh, so that's the beginning of Illuminations, and Act 1 is chaos. Then when you see that Earth globe 
turn on around the American Adventure Pavilion and make its way towards the center of the lagoon. That's at the beginning of Act 2, and Act 2 is called Order. Now, as you can imagine, after the beginning of the Earth, Act 2 is all about the evolution of our planet. So it's about the Earth cooling, and that's why you see those water fountains and everything is a lot calmer and cooler. There's no more fire. There's no more fireworks. Everything's cooling down and forming. We start to then see animals on the Earth globe, so we see the creation of other species. And then eventually we're starting to see cavemen and the early humans that uh, took over our planet. Um, And eventually, as the show continues, we start to see cultures and countries and eventually technology. So it's really going from the beginning of the uh, Earth's cooling period and the development of animal species to the development of humans to the development of cultures and countries and then technology that's bringing us all together. And that's also why during Act 2 you see the countries light up around the World Showcase Lagoon sort of signifying that these countries have been created around the world. Now, one thing that you'll probably notice if you're looking and paying attention is that there are two countries that don't light up during Act 2, and those are Morocco and Norway. Morocco doesn't light up because a lot of the buildings in the Morocco Pavilion portray religious uh, architecture and religious types of buildings that are in the country and the kingdom of Morocco. So because of religious purposes, they don't have the Morocco Pavilion light up. And then Norway doesn't light up, mostly for symmetry, just to keep things even on both sides of the lagoon. And then we enter Act 3, and this is when we start seeing those big fireworks again. There are some smaller fireworks in Act 2 that kind of dance around the lagoon, but once we see those big fireworks again and you start hearing the instrumental version of We Go On, that's Act 3. And Act 3 is all about meaning and the meaning of act three specifically is world unity and world peace so this is all about the countries coming together people of all lands coming together and living in harmony living in peace and that is the three acts of illuminations reflections of earth and then of course at the end we do hear that post-show music featuring the soundtrack to Tapestry of Nations, which was a parade that ran at Epcot from 1999 to 2001, and also was a show that was dedicated to unity and to world peace. Now, while the show's story is really cool once you learn more about it, what I also find to be amazing is the technological advancements of Illumination's Reflections of Earth. Now, keep in mind, this show is now 20 years old, if you're listening in 2019. So... It seems today to be kind of outdated and maybe not the most innovative technology, but when it was created in 1999, it actually was pretty innovative for its time. Now, I'm going to talk about a few different aspects of illuminations that make up the nighttime show of Reflections of Earth. The first of which is that Inferno Barge, and that's the one that produces all the fire you see in Act 1. This Inferno Barge weighs 75 tons, and it creates balls of fire that can soar 60 feet into the air. The barge itself, it contains 37 nozzles and holds 400 gallons of gas every night. And as I said, it's primarily used in Act 1. You don't really see it used again as far as fire in Act 2 or Act 3. But what's amazing about this is that usually at the end of the night, they do have some remaining gas in the Inferno barge. And I have stayed late enough to see this a couple of times. I don't know if any of you have, but if you do stay at least an hour 
past Epcot's closing. So if you happen to be on, uh, let's say, line for Test Track and the line happens to be a, a little long or you have a late reservation that you stay late for or you just sort of meander very slowly outside of World Showcase, usually at around 10 o'clock, about an hour after the park closes, you'll actually hear an announcement that's going to announce a countdown that's going to count off the remaining fire being burned off, or the remaining gas, I should say, being burned off from the Inferno Barge. So they usually count down and ask guests around the World Showcase to count down just so they know it's coming um, from five, four, three, two, one. And then you'll see this huge ball of fire come from the Inferno Barge to, to burn off the remaining uh, gas that's in the barge. It's a really cool sight to see, very rare. And again, you have to be uh, staying late at Epcot in order to see it. Now, the next technological advancement was the Earth Globe, and that's, of course, the uh, primarily used in Acts 2 and 3, and that it displays all those uh, you know, visual graphics around that globe to, talk, to, to, show, uh, to showcase the, uh, the evolution of our planet and unity and world peace. Uh, the Earth Globe was actually designed by Imagineer Gerald Kaplan. It's 28 feet in diameter, and it's housed on a barge that weighs 320 tons. It's a very heavy barge. Um, and as I said, the technology now is a little bit old, but when it was created, it was very innovative. In fact, it was the world's first spherical video display system. The globe is wrapped by 15,600 LED clusters, each consisting of 12 light-emitting diodes, and it's controlled by six computer processors. So again, while the globe is a little outdated now, at the time it was very innovative and was the first of its kind. And now the other aspect of Illumination's Reflections of Earth is of course the fireworks. So the fireworks were designed by an award-winning pyrotechnics designer, Eric Tucker. The show itself contains 750 mortar tubes that are across 34 locations around the World Showcase Lagoon. And during the show, guests get to see more than 2,000 fireworks. And if you happen to be visiting Epcot during one of the holiday tags, you'll see even more than that because, of course, the holiday versions do include some extra special soundtracks and fireworks to celebrate those particular occasions. And last but not least, we have the fountains. So the World Showcase Lagoon contains four fountain barges that each have 40 nozzles per barge. So that's 160 total fountain nozzles throughout World Showcase. Each barge pumps approximately 4,000 gal 4, gallons of water per minute. So you get a lot of water. And again, because of the combination of the water, the lasers, the fires, the, the fire, the fireworks, there's just a lot that goes into this show. And it is visually uh, just a very moving show to experience over at Epcot. And in case you're wondering where the control booth is, well, I'm going to tell you. The control booth is actually above the Mexico Pavilion, which makes a lot of sense. It's a very prime view, and a lot of people do watch Illuminations from there. But that's where the control booth for Illuminations lives. And that, of course, houses emergency stop controls and communications to each of the barges. Now, the other thing that people really love about Illumination's Reflections of Earth, myself included, is the soundtrack. And I have something kind of interesting to tell you. Believe it or not, originally, Reflections of Earth was supposed to be produced by Hans Zimmer, one of my favorite composers, and I'm sure a lot of you out there love Hans Zimmer as well. But unfortunately, he was busy with some other projects during the time, and so he tasked his colleague, Gavin Greenway, to take over the project for Reflections of Earth. But Hans Zimmer did help to get 
Gavin Greenway started. Um, so they did collaborate sort of in the beginning. And then after that point, uh, Gavin did take over the control of the rest of designing the soundtrack. Uh, and in case you're wondering who Gavin Greenway is, as I said, he is a colleague of Hans Zimmer. And he helped conduct the scores for The Thin Red Line, Gladiator, Pearl Harbor, Prince of Egypt, and many more. So he worked on some very famous films that Hans Zimmer helped to produce the scores for. And the score for Illuminations Reflections of Earth features a 71-piece Philharmonic Orchestra and a 30-voice chorus. Now, there are two songs that are sung at the end of Illuminations Reflections of Earth, which are We Go On and Promise. These two end songs were written by, at least the lyrics were written by, Don Dorsey. The music was still composed by Gavin Greenway. And both songs were performed by Kelly Kofi, who is most famous for her 2001 country hit, When You Lie Next to Me. Uh, Beyond that, she has a couple of hits, but unless you're a huge fan of country music and Kelly Kofi, you might not know specifically who she is, but you may have heard that song, When You Lie Next to Me. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, Illuminations Reflections of Earth did have a couple of overlays. So every year, if you visit Epcot during the 4th of July, Christmas, or if you visit during New Year's Eve, you're going to see some special extensions of Illuminations Reflections of Earth. So 4th of July, they play some American classics after the end of the show. For Christmas, they let they play Let There Be Peace on Earth. And for New Year's Eve, which is one of my favorite times to go to Epcot, they have special countdowns and then fireworks behind each country to celebrate the start of the new year in those nations. And then, of course, a countdown to some magnificent fireworks at midnight at Epcot to celebrate the start of the new year in the United States. And they also had a 25th anniversary special edition in 2007, and I mean the 25th anniversary of Epcot, that included some famous Epcot classics like New Horizons, It's Fun to Be Free, The Universe of Energy, and many more. And then similarly, they did have similar shows that were replicated on Epcot's 30th anniversary and Epcot's 35th anniversary. So it's amazing that there are so many details that go into Illumination's Reflections of Earth, into its creation, into executing that show every single night. And I hope you learned a little bit, some fun information about this nighttime show. And one of the things that I love most about Illumination's Reflections of Earth is that story again with Act 1 being chaos, Act 2 being order, and Act 3 being meaning. I think it gives a great message to this nighttime show and does give some order to what you see. And as you know, the Imagineers always have storytelling at the center of everything that they do. So at this point, I would love to take you with me for a nighttime experience to enjoy Illuminations Reflections of Earth with me using the technology of 360 degree binaural audio. So as always, if you are listening with headphones or earbuds, you're going to get the best 360 degree audio experience. But if you're driving in your car or listening on speaker, I'm hoping that you're going to get a really wonderful experience with this as well. So no matter where you are, let's head to the World Showcase together and enjoy Illuminations Reflections of Earth.
behalf of Walt Disney World, the place where dreams come true. We welcome all of you to Epcot and World Showcase. We're gathered here tonight around the fire as people of all lands have gathered for thousands and thousands of years before us to share the light and to share a story. An amazing story, as old as time itself, but still being written. And though each of us has our own individual stories to tell, a true adventure emerges when we bring them all together as one. We hope you enjoy our story tonight. <laughs>
Two.
And with that, we close out episode 39 of the Imagineer podcast. I do hope you enjoyed this particular episode covering illuminations, reflections of Earth. Whether you've had the chance to view this show many times in the past or maybe just once or twice, or if you haven't had the chance to, you should definitely make the trip to Walt Disney World to Epcot if you can before the show closes in August of 2019. But regardless of how many times you've seen the show before. I would love to know your thoughts about Reflections of Earth. Is it your favorite nighttime show at Walt Disney World, or is there another one you love even more than this? And of course, what are you thinking about the new show that's coming to Epcot in the end of 2019, beginning of 2020? Uh, What do you expect to see? They've told us a little bit about the show, but I'm curious to hear your thoughts. And of course, you can send those thoughts and feedback to me in many different ways. You can either send me an email at imagineerpodcast at gmail.com where I could read your feedback from there or you can send me a direct message on any of our social media channels which include Facebook and Instagram or there at Imagineer Podcast. You can also join our Facebook group which is the Imagineer Podcast Disney fan community. We always have great Disney discussions over there and talk about the different podcast episodes that go up on the Imagineer Podcast so be sure to record Quest to join that group and I will be sure to approve you as soon as I see that notification come through. And of course you can always reach out to us on Twitter as well. You can find our Twitter handle at Imagineer Audio. And the newest way still to share your thoughts and feedback about these podcast episodes is to leave us a voicemail, which you can dial by calling 516 516- 
516-406-8376. Again, that's 516-406-8376. And I'll include that number in the show notes below for you as well. But whether you leave your thoughts from home or in the car about your favorite podcast episode, or if you leave a shout out from the parks to let me know that you're at Walt Disney World, maybe you're watching Illuminations, I would love to hear your thoughts, again, either from home or at the parks, and that way I can share your voice feedback in a future episode of the Imagineer podcast. If you don't already subscribe to our podcast, please be sure to do so because we are in so many podcast apps out there. You can find us on iTunes and Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, any of those channels, whichever you prefer. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast if you love the show. And also one of the best things, as always, that you can do to help spread the word about the Imagineer podcast is simply to share it. Whether you share out this podcast episode or any other podcast episode on your favorite social media channel, share it out on Instagram to your Instagram story, share it on Facebook, share it in other Facebook groups, uh, tweet out that you're listening, or just directly reach out to any of your friends who might love all things Disney or family who loves Disney and let them know that this show exists. Every new subscriber does so much to help our community to grow. And if you have not taken the opportunity yet to rate and review the show, it does so much to help our community to grow on iTunes and lets iTunes know that our podcast is a reputable place that others might come to enjoy as well. And I do want to thank a couple of recent five-star reviews. One comes from Jesse, who says, great source of information about the Disney parks, from the history of Space Mountain to discussing extinct attractions such as Horizons at Epcot, Imagine Your Podcast is a must for the ultimate Disney fan. It also includes binaural audio of multiple attractions and shows. Every episode has something that I didn't know before, making it both educational and entertaining. I would definitely recommend five stars. Uh, Jesse, thank you so much for leaving that review. Um, and I also want to give a special thanks to Jay Helmer 42 who writes, again, five stars, amazing. I recently discovered this podcast and it is amazing. I say that because it's in all caps. I love how I learn a new fact or two about Disney in each episode. Can't wait for future episodes, and thanks for producing an amazing podcast. Jay Helmer 42 thank you so much for leaving a five-star review and some really kind words about the podcast. And again, to any of you listening who have not yet taken the opportunity to rate and review the show, if you do love the show, it does so much to help our community to grow. And lastly, I do want to give a special thanks, which I haven't done too often on the show before, but I do want to really thank our VIPs over at patreon.com slash podcast. These are listeners who go above and beyond, give a little bit extra, uh, take that extra mile by contributing to the show financially and get some extra rewards in return. So I do want to thank all of you uh, who are out there as of this recording, um, Brian, Grace, James, Jeanette, Jennifer, Jesse, Jessica, Lauren, Lindsay, Bob and Connie, Tyler and Jen. Thank you all so much. Uh, all of your contributions are really helping to make this show a much better place. And for any of you 
listening out there who are interested in supporting the show and getting some extra rewards in return. There are several membership levels that you can join, starting at literally just $1 a month. Um, And all those contributions do go to help to make this show a better community, supports us by helping us keep the lights on, and supports all of our efforts to get new content for the Imagineer podcast. So again, if you want to learn more about how you could support the show in that way, uh, please do visit patreon.com slash podcast or send me an email or just reach out to me. And I'd love to tell you a little bit more about how you can help the show and again, get some incredible rewards in return. As always, I want to remind you that it is never too late to make your dreams come true. It is always possible. I hope you're doing everything you can in the year 2019. We're still early in the year, uh, you know, every single day to make a happier life for yourself and really pursue your dreams. Remember, as always, that quote from Horizons, if you can dream it, you can do it. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to seeing you again in a future episode of the Imagine Your Podcast. Thank you for joining us for this evening's performance of Holiday Illuminations. On behalf of the Czech Symphonic Orchestra, the Boys' Choir of Harlem, the Ramaz School Children's Choir, Miss Sandy Patty, and everyone at Walt Disney World, this is Walter Cronkite wishing you happy holidays. Good night.